재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Saturday morning is our chance to go to the movies, at least in our mind's eye. It's called Korea on screen, and we like to deconstruct Korean society and culture to the extent that we can see it through mass media, like movies. We've got Won Sook Chin, our Korean film commentator here in the studio for another episode, this time spun in a summer break direction. Hi, Won Sook. Hello, how are you? Great to see you again. So um, the summer break angle comes in because people have some free time, but also because uh, it's skewed a bit younger by definition. It's mostly school kids that get some breaks, right? Yes, and then that's when uh, they uh, now you know they have a, a break, and then they can go to the movies, and uh, you know, and usually they will go see these uh, big uh, blockbuster movies, um, but. Um, Today, I want to talk about some uh, movies about teenagers, mm. um, you know, because this is the movies that people, if you're a teenager or if, even if you're not, you know, definitely you should check out. Well, you know, um, as a kid, I, of course, I, I grew up watching American movies and I always, uh, you know, idolize, you know, like the lifestyle, you know, they had. And, uh, you know, because for me, um, as, a, as a teenager in Korea, we were all studying, you know, very hard every single day, even during the summer break. And you know what's interesting here is that uh, summer break in in the in Korea, um, you know, begins in late July, you know, rather than I guess it's in the United States in mid uh, May. Yeah, it's more or less. Yeah, mid to late May. Mm-hmm. So you've got you can always count on all of June, all of July, and usually all of August. Right, right. In Korea, I mean the the college students uh, they have this uh, summer break in uh, late June, mm. but high school or middle school and elementary school uh, students, you know, they their summer break uh, starts in uh, late July and then it goes until like uh, late August. So it's a very short period. But for that, you get the winter break, which we don't get in the USA. Yes, uh, I think that you know why we have a longer uh, winter break. Save money on heat. That's correct. Of course. Yeah. Makes great sense. <laughs> but uh, um, so, yeah, um, uh, for, um, you know, summer break is always uh, as a kid, you know, even though we still have to go to school, uh, mm. you know, during the summer break, you have to go to school and you have to go to Hagwon. You have to go to I mean, for kids nowadays, uh, I, from what I hear, it's really miserable. But uh, at least, um, you know, when I was a teenager, you know, I would go to the movies, uh, you know, I would see like Indiana Jones. I would see like Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're carbon dating yourself here. Yeah. Uh, before we get to the movies of today, I want to ask you what kind of teenager you were. You were kind of like a movie nerd even then as now. Yeah, I was a I was a movie nerd, but also I was a troublemaker. Okay. I mean, I was a, I always had good grades, so my teachers didn't really want to. Uh, I mean, I was actually bad enough to be expelled. But I guess Whoa. yeah, because I was rebellious. You okay. know. But I was more like kind of. Uh, I was not a, like a political or anything, but I was just like, I didn't want anyone to like, you know, like, I just want everyone to leave me alone, you know? I want to watch movies and that's all I want to do. But people, you know, like, you got to study hard. No, I don't want to. So in Breakfast Club terms, you were smoke up Johnny. You were the kid in the leather jacket with the long hair. <laughs> no, no, but I was a nerd. <laughs> all right. And yeah, so today uh, I want to talk about uh, uh, two uh, really uh, exceptional uh, teenage movies. Uh, one uh, American movie. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about an American movie called The, the Edge of Seventeen, hmm. uh, which uh, just came out in Korea. And then uh, the other movie is um, uh, Queen of Walking. Okay. So that's a Korean movie. 
but so let's talk about The Edge of Seventeen. Uh, have you heard of this film? Only vaguely. Uh, it's got some buzz among my friends back in uh, the U.S. putting things on social media. Mm-hmm. But I take it the reason you're mentioning it here is because it's catching on in Korea. Yes, uh, it just came out last month, although in the United States it came out late uh, last year. And this is an American coming-of-age coming comedy. And uh, it stars uh, Haley Steinfeld, uh, Woody, uh, not Woody Harrelson. Okay. Uh, I just wrote down here Woody Allen. I was about to say, we Woody. haven't seen him in a while. But. I know Woody Harrelson uh, and then Blake Jenner. Uh, hmm. He's like an up-and-coming actor. Okay. Uh, this is a film uh, directed by Kelly Freeman uh, Craig. Uh, she's This is her first uh, debut film, and it's a really impressive film. Now, the film, uh, just tell you a little bit about the film. It's about this 17-year-old girl named uh, Nadine, uh, played by Stanfield. And uh, in the opening sequence, uh, she... You know, walks up to her teacher's uh, classroom and announces that she's going to kill herself. Whoa. But you think that, oh my God, you know, this is like shocking. You know, but then the teacher doesn't take her seriously. You know, she, he knows like she's, she's just bluffing. You know, she just wants somebody to listen to her, you know. And then turns out like, you know, for her, like, okay, does she have like this really tragic life? No, not really. She's just like this spoiled kid. Um, uh, she has this um, basically have uh, uh, a young older brother who is like the jock in, in high school and uh, he's just, you know, works out all the time. He's a popular kid uh, and she hates him, you know, and then and then uh, she only has one uh, a friend, a best friend. And then she ends up uh, hooking up with him. Okay. So that really like, you know, devastates her life. And then it's about basically her like coming to terms with like, you know, this, you know, she thinks she's miserable uh, and her life is just like a tragic. But, you know, it's a, basically the movie is about this kid who is as confused. Yeah. And well, it sounds like a good breakdown of all those sort of moving parts and character types you you you, you meet in high school mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, updated for 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, what's, what's uh, unique about this film is, I mean, the, the film, in a way, uh, if you watch this, um, this will remind you of a lot of this uh, 80s uh, John Hughes comedies. Yeah. Uh, kind of uh, uh, like a... 16 Candles kind of thing. That's yeah. right. Uh, but then uh, in this film, you know, what's unique about this, special about this film is that uh, one of the characters, main characters in this film is an Asian American character. Now, uh, there is a guy uh, named Erwin Kim. Obviously, he's, uh, you know, Korean-American. Mm. And, and that's uh, her cl- uh, uh, classmate. And he has a crush on her. Uh, but, you know, she doesn't necessarily. But she finds him very uh, interesting. Mm. And then there's a little... Uh, he's kind of a... He uh, turns out to be... You know, he becomes a love interest. And uh, for me, that was, like, really, really refreshing. Because you don't see that in American uh, mainstream movies. So, in that sense, the film uh, is definitely... You know, like in in the movies in the eighties, you know they how you know Asian American characters were this very narrow. Yeah, it was also almost offensive. Yes, but now um, you know also even in um, like American uh, contemporary movies, uh, Asian American characters are sidekicks. You know, they're not necessarily yeah full fleshed uh, once. Yeah. So in that sense, this film uh, is very unique and refreshing. So yeah, a little depth to the Asian American character. It's about time um, to to start fleshing those out. I thought you were going in a very dark direction with the the suicide angle, uh, but that turns out to be just sort of a plot device to unpack all of these characters. That's right. Yeah. That's that's good. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's a relief. Have you heard about this other TV series? Um, 
where uh, 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 the reasons the re- why or something. The thirteen reasons. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you watched it? Very no, dark. No, I no, hear. no. I, I, that's what I heard. I, I'm. I, I don't know if I'm ready to watch this. I don't. I'm not either. Yeah, it's uh, the aftermath of a teen suicide, and it's unpacking retrospectively why it happened. Sounds very dark. I, mm-hmm. I was drawing parallels at the beginning. When yeah. You- so, so in this film, like you know, in the beginning, you you're like you're taken aback, like because you know she's announcing that she's killing herself, but then. You know how teenagers can be sometimes, you yeah. know, I mean, teenage suicide is a serious matter, but Very at the same so, yeah. time, you know, when you're a kid, you know, you want to kill yourself all, you know, all the time, you know, there's sure. that sense of, you know, like life is just not fair and, and, and yeah. you just feel like this is the end of the world. Yeah. And in this film, what's interesting is that the, the film is not, uh, uh, you know, I think that the film is very candid. It, it really like, you know, uh, shows us what it's like to be 17 years old, yeah. you know. The Edge of 17. It's appropriately mm-hmm. titled then. Mm-hmm. So that's film number one. And uh, it has a bit of a broader look at an Asian American character, which is a positive thing. Mm-hmm. What next? Uh, the next film is called The Queen of Walking. Mm. Have you heard of this film? Queen of uh, Walking. The Korean title What's is Kotki Wang. So is that, that's a, a literal translation. Yes, yes. So, so this is a quirky comedy. Uh, it came out last year. And this film, um, it has a really, really interesting premise. So the, in the film, um, uh, there's a character named Mambok. Uh, she's a teenager. Uh, she lives in Kangwado. Uh, it's like a remote island. And she, is, she, has, she gets car sick all mm-hmm. the time. When, uh, even when like, she was little. Uh, so she can't take a bus. She can't take a car. So she has to walk everywhere. And uh, when she's now in high school, uh, you know, there is no high school near her, um, you know, her house, mm. um, uh, at least in the walking distance. So she has to walk two hours each way Whoa. to high school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know. I mean, if she had to take a bus, probably it would take like half an hour or something. But uh, now she has to walk all the time. And then uh, so like every day she walks uh, five, four, four yeah. hours. Yeah. Uh, and and then uh, her teacher realized that, oh, my gosh, she is, uh, uh, you know, like you know, this girl uh, has to walk all the time. And then, you know, she he uh, takes a pity on her and then. Turns out, uh, hey, maybe, uh, you know, she can be, uh, and then, you know, like, because she's so tired, like, doing the, the, the class, you know, she just falls asleep, you know, oh, she yeah. takes a nap. Yeah. And then later, like, you know, hey, maybe you should join an athletic club, you know, because they realize that she has a talent for walking. Right. Yeah. So what, did she become a race walker or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they think that she could be a good race walker. And so, um, and <laughs> so she tries that out. But then this isn't a, a sports comedy in the sense, you know, like kind of in the tradition of cool running or a Rocky where like this, she's an underdog and she becomes this champion. Yeah. This is a really, really uh, a, a strange kind of a, a, a kind of slacker comedy yep. in the, in the sense that she you know it it's not about winning like the contest or anything i mean because she uh joins this club and then there is this uh, another girl who's a straight race walker and then uh she kind of learns from her and then uh at the end of the day you know she is uh, trying to uh just find herself and then you know what's interesting is that later uh in the film uh she gets to uh she makes it to the national uh games uh so she uh you know, uh, and participates in this uh, uh, race walking yeah. as her school's uh, representative, but the game uh, is is taking place in Seoul, and it takes, uh, and she can take a bus or a car to go to Seoul, so she has to walk to Seoul, 
which takes almost a, a day. <laughs> it's good so, practice for the race, I guess. I know. <laughs> so this is a um, again, like I said, it's it's a uh, it is not a, your typical uh, 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 teenage comedy, or uh, it's very uh, this its sense of humor can be might be a little too quirky for some people. Uh, it is uh, an independent film. Uh, they got a lot of uh, notoriety. Uh, it's not a mainstream film. It's um, if you're if you're looking at sort of what's behind it, uh, could you say it's about turning a disadvantage into an advantage? That's yeah. kind of the the spiritual thing that's happening uh, in the movie. Yeah, I mean, in this this film kind of remind me of uh, like Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. Yeah. Is it quirky I mean, like Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah, was? yeah, yeah, yeah. It has a kind of similar sensibility. Yeah. So in that sense, that this is a Korean. Uh, I mean, it's it's a very. Um, it has some some. Um, I had some problems with the the pace of the film, but otherwise, uh, um, I just think that it was it was really nice, cute film. Um, the film is uh, leisurely paced. Yes. You know? I mean, you know, no pun intended, you know, because, you know, because it's She's about a, walking. She, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I have to say this film, uh, to me, in a way, uh, you know, in this sort of very fast uh, uh, moving society, right. uh, as, as, you know, like, like we live in Korea, uh, this film is a kind of nice reminder that, you know, sometimes you just need to slow down, you know? I find the Napoleon Dynamite comparison so interesting because when you first see that movie, you're like, what am I watching here, <laughs> right? Yeah. And a lot of nothing happens. It's uh, it's almost like boredom of middle America made manifest on the screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it sticks with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot, it, it's become almost this cult movie now, right? And yes, you remember yes. all the references and all this stuff. Um, and it, I wonder if that, uh, this queen of walking, could somehow grow into that here in Korea where people are like, that was kind of a slow movie, but it sticks with you mm-hmm. on a spiritual level. Mm-hmm. And I think that the director probably maybe took some inspiration from the film. I don't know. I yeah, didn't, I didn't see, yeah. So it was directed by uh, Pek Sung-hwa and it stars uh, Shi Meng-kyung. She's a f- terrific actress. She's a young actress. Uh, she's only 20 or 21. Uh, she was in uh, uh, The Mayor. She was in Miss Granny. Uh, she's a very, very uh, fine actress. Um, I really like her. And uh, she plays the lead. And, and in fact, uh, this film is a low-budget film. So she took a pay cut to, to be in this film. Well, it sounds very interesting. So Queen of Walking... The young girl that's too poor to go to uh, a school and has well, it to wasn't like she was too poor, too poor to or the closest one. Yeah, well, there was no school uh, in in her uh, district, right? So she just just can't take a bus or, or a car, so she gets uh, car sick all the time. Oh, that's why car sick. Yeah. So it's yeah. So so she has to walk <laughs> to school. You know, two hours of walking to school, two hours of walking back. Mm-hmm. Don't complain, you modern day school kids. That's what she's up against. One sec, it's an interesting little uh, preview of the Edge of Seventeen and the Queen of Walking. Appreciate you coming in. Oh, thank you. And we'll be back with Planet Korea right after this.